When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We meet again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show of Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. The winter break is upon us, but there's still games in the Premier League this weekend. Liverpool's kids are through to the FA Cup fifth round and a knob scene at Newcastle. It was at Oxford, not Newcastle, yeah. but it was in the Newcastle yeah. end. And we go straight there, ladies and gentlemen, to the Willie Copter celebration. We go there as quick as the cameraman panned away. Yeah. <laughs> as quick as the vision mixer pressed his button. Yeah, real broadcast. Uh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's it- doing it. <laughs> is it a good advert or a bad advert for Viagra, which was advertising in front? Yes, it was very fitting, Jim. Well, was it? Because, mm. you know, it was... From what we saw, it was very flaccid. Depends how you but spin it. I suppose it. it was very quick. Depends very much how you spin it. Can we just say as well... It's a cold the, evening. The, the soothsayer, Mr. Donaldson, yeah. his, his, his premonition and his prediction has finally come true. A penis will be seen. Wasn't, a penis was seen. Wasn't, wasn't that, it seen in the World Cup? No, he, no. Which, it was a World Cup prediction. 2014? No, wasn't that... 2016? Didn't maybe? somebody get Euros. their chap out yeah. behind the goal it, during that tournament? They 2012 they did. Yeah. He's a... Weird. Let's do a pot thing. in history of penises at seen at foot matches. The guy did it behind <laughs> the goal to try and put off Andrea Pirlo for the winning penalty yeah. against the England in Euros. That's the one. It wasn't the winning penalty. If we're going to be accurate, yeah. you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. I just worry about the tweets. That's yeah. all. I was accurate about the penis, penis tweet. <laughs> Maybe they're accurate about the, uh, the, 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 the schedule of the penalties. Yeah. Um, a penis was seen last night. Yeah, of course. Paul Scholes, that one. Paul Scholes, you get seen at nips see, out all the time. See all the time. Uh-huh. More has he got more Premier League titles or more dick flashes? What, Paul mm. Scholes, yeah, uh, eleven Premier League titles, I think. I, I would go with titles then. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. Well, I, I can never remember. We used to talk about this in the live show. I can never remember if he kept getting his penis out or he just kept seeing the same picture of his penis. You kept googling the same picture. Yeah. So he, whenever I Google that. something, it's not someone just doing it for me. <laughs> it's, just, it's just on there as a search. I love result. you, Paul. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. And it, and <laughs> Thanks again, Paul. Me again. Keeps knocking it up the search results because <laughs> yeah, of you alone. Yeah. But I think maybe it was his unorthodox tackling style. Um, yeah. Pun half intended. Tended, yeah. That meant oh. it just kept popping out. Um, would you guys, I mean, I know people listening will be disappointed because Pete's not here to, to comment on such a biblical occasion. Yeah. Um, would you guys like to hear? What he sent from out in the sticks, out out in the out in the field. Oh, I think we would. Okay, well, I'll play you a little voice uh, message he sent for for use on the show. I think it's Tuesday, March the third, my dad's birthday. Uh, rather fittingly, this is going to be the day in which the FA Cup finally comes to life. Newcastle have made it to the fifth round for the first time in some years, and it will be marred by every last person getting their knobs out in the away end and doing what can only be described as a willycopter. Uh, I think even Slavon Bilic will get involved. Mm. So what Pete's predicting there, rather chillingly, yeah. is that this is going to be something the Geordie nation, uh-huh. the Geordie race, are going to latch onto mm. for the next FA Cup game. Well, he's also said that Slavon Willich might get involved <laughs> as well, which would be, uh, which would be he, a treat for us all. Imagine, imagine, he also imagine, thinks it's Tuesday. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ima- yeah, no, no. Imagine if... Um, 
if we uh, no because he said that's when the next game's going to be played. Third of March. Yeah. Imagine when. They, the camera cuts to the away end at West Brom yeah. uh, and um, there's literally hundreds of men yeah. with their penises it's out willycoptering uh-huh. and then goes, oh, no one likes to see that and the commentators yeah. get all kind of hand wringy about it cuts back to the bench and Billich is doing it as well yeah. <laughs> and, and that, that sort of sets off a sort of Mexican wave among the West Brom fans yeah. and it is just there's nowhere for the cameras to be and what? you fast forward a year and football is all completely naked yeah. what, they're is, just waggling around like yeah. weird sea fruit is Steve yeah. Bruce getting involved <laughs> Be t- would you be t- no, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I w- we, all, we all thought the same thing, Marcus. I didn't. Come on. Jim, I looked at you and was going to say it, and then I looked at Marcus halfway through and doubted myself and stopped. <laughs> no. so I thought, Marcus will be disappointed in me if I say Steve that. Steve Bruce is so family friendly that he could streak and it would not be obscene. Uh, It'd just be fun. Just oh, be yeah. jolly. Yeah. Oh, we're then. Oh. <laughs> Copter away. <laughs> <laughs> away then shaft away <laughs> can I also say that I'm very disappointed um, yes I know we're approaching five minutes on this but I, I I am disappointed that people on Twitter were calling it different things it's, it's unquestionably a woolly copter yeah. see where I'm unquestionably from, where I'm from I heard a lot of windmill chat no I mean, there, there Jim, are. Very, I agree with you. There, there, there are variations but woolly copter is the superior one it's the funniest one and yeah. it's the funniest image it, yeah. it doesn't necessarily make sense because, you know, you couldn't take off with it, but I don't care about that. No, it's, it's the either. best one. So he definitely couldn't take off with mine. Well, he was trying. <laughs> he certainly gave it a good go in the, the away end, of course, in Oxford. He was, it was so pre-planned. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> yeah. he, did, he yeah. did it with such quick, almost military precision. He did. Yeah. He really did. Did you enjoy it, Marcus? I, I, I think we all did. Yeah. And, and because it was such a lovely goal, the way the ball hit the net was a very pleasing sound. Yeah, what other choice did he have? No, exactly, Jim. I, I completely can, agree. Can I also say that Alan San Maximan, yeah. not only is it a satisfying name to say, mm. I've probably said it wrong, but I enjoyed saying it. Yeah. He was brilliant. Yeah. He, he mm. is a very exciting player to watch. He is. I'd love to see him on the ball more for Newcastle in the Premier League. Yeah, well, he, he might have to go elsewhere if he wants more of the ball, of course. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's true. Championship, that maybe. <laughs> um, Could if happen. He, if he wants to see a bit more ball, then talk to the, uh, to the fans, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, they beat Newcastle. Uh, they beat Newcastle. They beat Oxford United, sorry. Uh, after extra time. Yeah, yeah. I really when I was, when you saw them two 0 up, I thought, okay, yeah. they finally get the fifth round, I and then believe it. And then we... when they were pegged back, I thought, yeah. oh no, yeah. oh no, surely <laughs> lads, surely you're not going to. Donny probably didn't up. know what to think. He's probably thinking, oh, I hate I'm annoyed think. about this, but at the same time, it, it ratifies my that fuels position. My life, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Though when you support a team that um, are slightly ridiculous and calamitous, as mm. most most people do at some point in their lives, um, whoever their team. Uh, you get to a point where you're just not surprised by this stuff, and I imagine Pete felt like that. And yeah. um, ASM, uh, he didn't he tweet about the woolly copter as well. Yeah, he piped up. He's good on Twitter, isn't he's he? Very he good. is. He's very good. Yeah, yeah one to follow, everybody. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, but of course they're up against uh, West Brom away uh, in the uh, fifth round. Uh, chance for them to get another quarters. Well, it really is a good chance. I mean, I know West Brom are obviously having mm. a good season and all, but you know they are a Championship side, so Newcastle will be the favourites there. I mean. It's Probably better than a takeover, isn't it? In the grand scheme. <laughs> the takeover's not happening, Jim. Is it well, not? Exactly. exactly, oh, exactly. I really, I really <laughs> I mean. thought that this... I've not looked up, but I'm just telling you it's <laughs> yeah. not. What, in the does... fifth round, they'd take that. Yeah, imagine imagine that. I mean, would, would they take a losing quarterfinal place in the cup mm. or being taken over by a lot of billionaires? They'll take what they're given. Yeah, unquestionably. Well, I don't think they'll have a choice. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, of course, are through. They won with the kids. Uh, Klopp wasn't mm. there, but James Milner was. Yeah. Wasn't that nice to see, Jim? That the uh, that the great man was there on the sidelines, really Inspire. enthusiastically. Yeah. Apparently, all the uh, senior team was sending messages to the to the younger lads 
presumably from their their hotels Holidays. and comfort, going. Eh. Ah. No, they weren't actually. They were, they were a message of encouragement, and actually, uh, you know, Jones, the like the nineteen year old who captained them. Uh, said that yeah, the bond between the the senior players and the youth team players has been great. <laughs> I bet it has. Every single thing going on at that club seems it's, to be absolutely yeah. magnificent. Comes off, yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> but, just but remarkable. What, what a unique experience for these young players because obviously we've seen them play in the League Cup and it's it is slightly different. But mm-hmm. Anfield was so behind them; it felt like an FA Cup yeah. game. It felt like there was a lot riding on it, and it's a competition that obviously they want to win. Imagine if they did a treble this year as well. Um, yeah. But they'll certainly be thinking about that and. It is just they're going to have learned so much from this 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 huge occasion and 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 being very um you know dominating the ball mostly and mm-hmm. I, I really felt for Rose Sean Williams ex Man United yeah. academy graduate to further add to you know what you just said Marcus yeah. don't just stay away from everything's like a, a an amazing black hole of I mean can it be a black hole of positivity yeah, what's the opposite mean. of a black a hole? hole a red hole a red hole it's a red hole yeah <laughs> um, and everyone there's cock a hoop I was in Liverpool yesterday did something oh, yeah. for it with Red Men TV so uh-huh. look out for that I think it's out today actually and um, they were just loving it they're very very they happy and, sure and they are when I turned up they gave me a cup of tea and a cream egg and you thought they get it that is <laughs> great <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Did they, you dip? They get nah. They, yeah, I was nah, didn't dip. laid by the liver bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and also, I mean, it's, it, what's what's some, something that hasn't been mentioned that we probably should mention is the fact that they got quite a lot of flack and quite a lot of criticism yeah. for it. And you know, we don't have to go into the the politics of why it happened. But they won the game. So, I mean, you can't really complain. Know, right? <laughs> so, it. what you're saying is it's detrimental to the competition yep. to play that team against the team in the FA Cup. Well, they won. Yep. So, how detrimental yeah. are Shrewsbury being to the competition then for losing to that team yeah. you spent a week moaning about? The, did you hear the commentary after the own goal? Um, I forget who the commentator was, but he said, it's the source of nightmares. And obviously, he means source as in, you know, you know where it's originated from, from yeah, but yeah. it's such an odd turn of phrase. I thought the so- the source of nightmares. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. Just don't like want to go there. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like um, what the garlic sauce you get in a kebab shop. Yes, yeah, yeah which can so. be the source of nightmares because you you taste it so many times for the following mm. days. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. according to sources. <laughs> We're just doing sauce now, Marcus. You want to pick it up? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> of course, Liverpool are away to Chelsea in the next round. Will he play the kids for that one? Will he again? Will he? Yeah, you're obsessed. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, um, I, I, don't, I don't think he will. I, th- I think it's it's sound. Liverpool have got four or five. I think four good. I could probably just check it. Sorry, Luke. Did you just take that at face value? What? He's not going to play the kids against Chelsea, is he? <laughs> away. <laughs> no, but I'm just. Uh, but I'm but gonna, there's a good reason. I'm going to say that. he might you because think? they've got they've got um they've got um. An arrogance about them. Well, they've got a swagger and a confidence about them. Yeah. But also, um, if you put in uh, that same team against Shrewsbury, which, to be honest with you, I, if he does, it wouldn't shock me to the core of my being. But but actually, to play uh, against Chelsea, who are obviously a far superior opponent to, to Shrewsbury... Away. Uh, away as well. You know, that actually might come with a, a more negative experience. Mm. And, uh, I mean, Klopp, you, you you just back him to do, what you know, whatever. I mean, he, you know, he could be the... He could play a strong team against Chelsea away and the following league and they're at home to Bournemouth. Chuck the kids in there. Yeah. He could, although if the kids lost, he'd be like, well, you've ruined our unbeaten season. I do like yeah, the true. idea that it's, it's not going to be that he... Promote some of the kids. It's nice. All of them, or it's none of them. <laughs> yeah. We've well, got I, two teams now. Well, I think that you know, away to to Shrewsbury, there was some of the youth players in there, as there was against. Was it Reading away when they played? In, I mean, in the league, though. Oh, sure, yeah, but uh, but but in the cup, um, 
and he'll mix that with some experience. You know, I think Milner played with some of the youngsters before in, in that in a previous game. Origi played as well. So you could was it mix in the it Everton up. game where they they had a, a big a big travel situation and they played a few senior pros. That's there. right. Well, they were yeah. the Club World Cup, weren't that's they? That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I think that's probably what he would do in the next round which uh, would be interesting indeed. Now, we mentioned uh, Manchester United, I think. Of course, they're up against Derby County and Wayne Rooney. The Wayne oh. Rooney Derby. Wazza yes. spraying it about in the cup. Oh, Getting on the score sheet. Well, he scored, didn't he? He yeah, did. A penalty for, for Derby when they won 4-2. Uh, that, wouldn't it be glorious? And you know what I'm going to say. So Overhead I kick. To say. <laughs> yeah. Off the shin. Off the shin. <laughs> uh, yeah, some, some intriguing ties in there. Spurs are through against Norwich, of course. They won 3-2. Mourinho said that Southampton were the better team, but Tottenham deserved to go through or something. It was sort of some, a muddled yeah. one. You know when he said of a veiled sort of compliment of... Harsten Tuttle was like, oh yeah, we were quite good for 75 minutes, but that's not enough and we can't really do that. Just before you move on from the Derby thing entirely, though, I watched oh, yeah. Derby play Stoke... Um, uh, the last Friday night, mm. Wayne Rooney scored a lovely free kick in that one. He did. He's, 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 he's up and running. I think he'd probably still get in the main United team. It, yeah. <laughs> probably not. Well, with, with not. England players dropping like flies, Marcus. Oh, here we go. Yes, don't <laughs> stop it, Jim. Marcus, say what you want to yeah. say. Don't censor yourself. Uh, yeah. Take a little stroll down the garden path. Player manager. To. Player manager. Yeah. Be good it's, in the dressing room, wouldn't he, for some of those younger players coming through? Jimmy's an option. <laughs> it is an option. Everyone's yeah. an option. But, but yeah, on, on, on the, uh, I didn't actually see the Spurs game because I was travelling back from Liverpool as I said I was, I was there on, on Wednesday but, mm. but um, there was a lot been made of um, older Jan, Jan Vertonghen going off and getting a bit upset Yeah. and Mourinho said oh no it's just we had to change it around the same way we had to do it when, we, when he I think he subbed off Dyer earlier a few games back so you know we had to, we had to mix it up and it's not don't read too much into it kind of thing because a lot has been made of him perhaps being on his way because he's out of contract in the summer. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, it's an interesting situation with Vuitton and uh, we shall wait and see. One of the, uh, the 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 badder points, if you like, of the game was James Ward Prowse took a real whack on the leg. It was a deep gash, apparently. Right, and it was a bit shaken up. And Shane Long said, like, you know, FNL, you can see his bone or something. Oh. And the, the camera sort of sort of mouth that. So for for Southampton's sake, and of course, is is nobody wants to see a player injured, especially like that. Hopefully, he can recover quickly because he's been crucial to them. Mm. It's, it's, you don't really see that much very more because of the way studs mm. have changed. Yeah. Remember when I remember when we played when we were kids, you used to have to file your studs down. Yeah. But if you played with a moulded stud, they'd get quite sharp. That's if you're right. walking along the concrete towards the pitches, yep. they'd get quite sharp. Mm-hmm. So you have to file them down, and so. If that wasn't done properly, you would see gashes like that. Yeah, I know but what you mean, with, yeah. with different types of studs now, you don't tend to see it as often. So I didn't actually see the instance, so I don't know how it happened. But mm. it seems it's it quite was rare. On. It was a yeah, it was it was a nasty one. Did he get a did he get a did he feel the um did, did this, was his collar felt by the referee? It not felt that much. No, okay, you know, it's a bit little feeling, but not okay, not not heavily felt. Indeed, yeah. But of course, Southampton are out. Yeah. So so the South Coast is represented in the cup, though. What hundred percent? And yeah. far bit for me to block you talking about that. <laughs> But did was it was there was there a suspicion of a little bit of naughtiness around the Son penalty? Yeah, because if there's a suspicion of naughtiness, I want to bring it to the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you want it replayed? Yeah, no, no. I just, I just want to say, is it, is it was there was there something? Um... You want you want to enjoy the uh, the Spurs win more because you want there to be a bit of naughtiness. Was there though? Because um, I only saw it once very quickly. It yeah, looked so, quite soft to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've seen them given. Yeah, okay. Mm. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but yes, of course, uh, Southampton are out. So that leaves Portsmouth as the sole representatives 
of the South Which Coast. It's quite in interesting to me because you guys always tell me they're the third biggest team on the South Coast. Yeah, well, the only team left in there. That's so. why. That's why it's such a big thing. Because obviously, yeah. if it was just Southampton or Bournemouth in there, it would, probably wouldn't be worth mentioning. It's a tricky tie for Arsenal. That purely because I think. <laughs> I thought you could say for Portsmouth. Well, I think Mikel Arteta. And Arsenal, really, you have to understand that the thing with Portsmouth is that they are an island race. Yeah, and that that's true. comes with a mentality that you won't have seen anywhere else. Jim, so how do you prepare? You've got no frame of reference. Don't take the piss, Jim, because yeah. Arsenal are losing that game. Yeah, I'm going to remember you saying that. Please yeah. do. Yeah. They probably won eight games in a row now. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. Portsmouth, though, aren't they? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Mikel has won one game as Arsenal. Just one, Jim. Just yeah. one. So, listen, um, I will... Absolutely be making a note of the time code on that. <laughs> Just so uh, if it does come down to it, I'll, I'll gloriously replay it. Yeah. Um, it's on the 4th of March, isn't it? So I'm pretty sure it'll be selective for TV, that game. It must be, yeah, surely. must be. So um, we can watch it in all its horror or glory. Delete as appropriate. Indeed. Probably uh, both. And the, 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 the winter break is now upon us. The, the yeah. Premier League staggered and winter break. Marcus, can we take the moment to yeah. say that this... Uh-huh. Not the summer. Uh-huh. This is the time in which England win the Euro. Yeah. <laughs> it's now one. It's now yeah, a fixture. All the admin's done. All you've got to go is play the games yeah. now. They yeah. are, every single one of those England players is winning it. One like one little rest at a time. Yes. One little sit down at a time. Yeah. Jose Mourinho is saying that Harry Kane might play the last two games of the Premier League. Don't yeah, do this that. This is exactly what we don't want. Yeah, don't play we, Harry Kane. That's what I mean. At Harry, any point. Harry Kane uh, probably won't make the Euros. Raheem Sterling stops scoring. Yeah, Marcus Rashford. Rashford is the... Vardy wants to guarantee a start, which I don't think Southgate will guarantee because if Kane suddenly comes back, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Why is that, mate? It might, it might be the only option. Don't disrespect Danny Ings. I'm telling you now that England are going to play a half-fit Harry Kane and it's going to kibosh our entire tournament. In yes. England. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. If, he's, if he's fully firing and he's fit and he's scoring goals, he deserves to be in the squad. There you are. Because that, it should be done on merit. And, that, and that's not my words, guys. That's the words of Mr. Waistcoat himself, Gareth Southgate. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. All right. What let's, Waistcoat magazine. Let's, let's move on to the Premier League because uh, there are some games, of course, this weekend in that staggered break. Yeah. As I previously described it, Everton versus Crystal Palace. Ancelotti versus Hodgson. Two seasoned coaches and national treasures in their homelands, of course. <laughs> um, don't, don't, is is don't he national block... treasure officially? Ancelotti, sure. No, Hodgson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Was it, did, you, did you go to Anfield? Do they have a statue of him outside? <laughs> I I, I I didn't go to Anfield gym, but the key thing was the statue they've got of him is so big. You don't need to go into Anfield to see it. So I was able to see it as soon as I got into Lime Street. Station, Wherever you so. go into the yeah. anywhere in the city, you can see it. Liverpool Lime Street Station statue of Ken Dodd over his shoulder, massive <laughs> colossus of roads, but it's yeah. Hodgson, and he's not pouring the old lava out. He's pouring um just football footballs out. Mm. Just football, <laughs> cream eggs, two bags of four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah there, there so we are. I'm, I'm, I know that at the first glance that you selected this game, Everton v Crystal Palace, mm. for the running order, I thought, why has he done that? Yeah. And I realised there's no there's other only games. Only four really. games. Four games. Well, and at least they've given us that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanted to call it the Yannick Balassi derby, but he's out on loan, isn't he? I think the way. So. Yeah, he's at Sporting now, isn't he? I think he might be, yeah. yeah so, uh, he, 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 you know. I um, love Balassi. But yes. Uh, but Palace have to be careful. They don't get dragged into a relegation battle. They're one of those. I don't think they will go down. They're 14th. Um, they haven't won for a wee while. Exactly. Mm. And, and they're just a few results here and there and suddenly they're looking over the shoulder and they're sort of three points or two points you know I think at the moment they are what are they six points above it so so these games are, are, are crucial but then of course Everton who I mean that, that, that sort of section of the table is so packed isn't it Everton yeah. are now 
Ancelotti certainly said recently, we're looking up. You know, we yeah. want to push on and see if we can get a European place. And they'll join the the massive teams competing for fifth if if they can push on. Because yeah. I mean, whoever wants that fifth place is there. Yeah, anyone yeah. can have it. It's, it's it. funny yeah. with Everton, isn't it? Because they've they're unbeaten in four, and that included that sort of slightly calamitous game against Newcastle and not beating West Ham, which they probably should have done. But it's clearly the, the trend is going in the right direction, isn't it? This yeah. seems very Ancelotti that it's like, all right, we're just not gonna we're not gonna lose mm. like, as the bare minimum, and then we'll mm. build from that. Like I say, when when Ancelotti took over. And myself and others were saying, oh, is that what they want? And I now look back at that and I think, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He's still very good. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. might have misunderstood his credentials there. But I think it came in context around talking about him going to Arsenal as well. Yeah. We kind of thought at this stage in his career, an Arsenal move for him wouldn't be ideal. No. But a club like Everton, um, he, they, I mean, they've got good players, Everton. They've spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If you can get Ancelotti in there and just, just say, look, sort this out mm. it's going to be worth a lot of points for them and, and, and because they're Everton with the greatest respect they can hoover up a fifth place this season then they're, they're laughing aren't they well, you Richarlison you're an £85 million striker <laughs> more than that apparently because that's yeah. not enough to get yeah, I was going to say yeah. yeah. I, I mean it's, it'd be interesting to see what, what happens in the summer if they do have a, a bit of cash because Angelotti he does have a bigger draw Um you know, could could Liverpool suddenly be at the centre of the footballing universe? I thought you meant a draw full of cash. So did I. I thought, I thought to myself, he's got a big draw. Yeah, what was he a, keeping? A war there? draw. Is it like Alan Partridge's draw where he won't let anyone look in it? He's got a war draw. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, here's hoping this isn't a war draw. Indeed. Mm, probably indeed. will be, though, because yeah. uh, both Smacks the teams of it. Well, involved are quite boring. But Palace don't score too many goals. But under Ancelotti, we, you know, he likes a bit of attacking football. Can I further contextualise that? Walcott's up and running. You won't do it because you love Roy Hodgson. No one has scored fewer goals in the Premier League this season than Crystal Palace. Yeah, I know. I mentioned something similar uh, on Thursday because I think uh, they were the second lowest scorers maybe last week. It's um, twenty-two goals, and um, Watford have scored twenty-three, and Norwich have scored twenty-four. There you go. So that mm-hmm. would it. Norwich, uh, Watford of course scored two on the weekend. Palace scored zero. They are now the lowest. You were right all along. In, <laughs> well, I was when well I said done. it on, on Friday <laughs> uh, last week. Uh, but we move on to Brighton versus uh, Watford now. If Brighton can win, and assuming. Manchester City win they'll be five points above the rally zone oh, why do I have to wait like two weeks to see Ode Nigaro make his debut yeah, no United? it is a bit annoying I feel like I'm in a holding pattern well they're having street parties in his hometown in Nigeria apparently. good on him I'm, I'm yeah. really pleased for him oh, it's, very delight- it's brilliant yeah. isn't it because yeah. he, you know, he's been very vocal about how he grew up supporting Man United and apparently even his teammates at Watford used to know that he loved them so it's, yeah. it's brilliant right. for him I hope he's a success as well yeah I do and yeah. he proves People like us wrong. Indeed. Well, of course, his old side Watford are playing at Brighton. They're, they're a win for them will see them climb out of the dreaded zone and join yeah. Brighton on 26 points. They've got, um, they're trying to avoid, uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're consciously trying to avoid it, but they, well, relegation. they are. Well, relegation, but also they're <laughs> trying to avoid uh, becoming the first ever Premier League team to lose three consecutive matches to goals scored after the 90th. Um, wow. Ooh. And does even Nigel Pearson know what Nigel Pearson will do if that happens? <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I, I kind of feel be... like he'd, he'd implode into a singularity. <laughs> he'd turn, turn into that massive hornet um, yeah. outside the Harlequin Centre. And will this cop be a stinger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just willycoptering. <laughs> you don't know where it's going to um, go. I, I don't know how I follow that, but I'll try. Nigel Bright- Spearson. Bright- <laughs> Brighton have had like a really key period. They've played Aston Villa, mm-hmm. Bournemouth, West Ham, and now they're playing Watford. Um, and they've won none of them so far. Yeah. I mean, you think to yourself... Fair enough if you're going to go to, to Old Trafford and get beaten or you're going to lose to Leicester or you're going to narrowly lose to Liverpool or whatever in the league. That's fine. No one's going to blame you for that. But that run of four games, Graham Potter would have unquestionably been targeting. He'd have yeah. been saying, Rob, we've got to get you know nine points out of that or something. So far, they've got two points out of it. Nine's a bit fanciful, but I take the 
take the. Well, I think they can there. realistically say that they could they could have gone and. I mean, Bournemouth, by the way, mm. were in an absolute shit state yeah. when they yeah. went into that Brighton game. Yeah. And Jules Breach was saying on the show on on Andy and Jules the Tuesday before she was going, "We've got a real chance here because well, Bournemouth don't score." Yeah, and and they, and they probably should have got something out of the game, but it was um, what's his name? Uh, was it Aaron Ramsdale um, in goal for for Bournemouth? Um, Rams, yeah, uh, yeah, that's his and, name, and, yeah, and 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 he was excellent, and and Bournemouth were just more clinical. I mean, it was, yeah, Potter would have thought, bloody hell, we we could have got something there, but then of course you think, well, they're three one down away to West Ham, they pull it back, they and back, gifted yeah. goals. Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's like the nature of the goals. Well, because Murray's wasn't gifted, I suppose, but yeah, two of them. Were, I, like, I suppose honest. Snodgrass's goals were both deflected, but they're not. So either or. They're not picking up points. They're not picking up points. points. That's the point. But if you go away from home against a a bigger side, and West Ham are a bigger side than Brighton, and you come back from two goals down to clinch a point, that that is a little bit of a confidence booster. You may say before the game, well, we've got a chance here, but they find themselves 3-1 down. Uh, Home to Watford, this is an intriguing one because both sides will be thinking, need a win here. It's, you're bordering on saying that this is the proverbial six pointer, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. But but Brighton have got to be careful because they they are they haven't really been down in the relegation zone. Like I don't think they've been in it for a while, if at all, this season. Forgive my memory there, but but they've been like a handful of points above it. Mm. Yeah, well, they're two points above it now. Exactly, and and as you say, Luke, when you start reading the results, you think. Yeah, this is this is not good. Fortunately for them, there's some there's some real dross down there. Um, yeah. But Watford have been picking up a few more points under Pearson. Um, Grealish is doing everything he can to get yeah. Aston Villa to stay up. Is there a picture on Instagram uh, today or yesterday of him, Mings. Madison and Chilwell? Or Grealish? Really? Yeah, or just hanging out. Oh, I saw him and Mings on uh, a beach somewhere. I think it's probably Dubai. They're having a little break. Just assume yeah. it's Dubai. if it's. Uh... Yeah, but it was it was the three of them um, on, I think it might be on Ben Chilwell's Instagram. They all just sat around having a lovely time. Yeah. I think there's, there is an argument if you look at the stats between um, Jack Grealish and James Madison. They seem to sort of, where, where one is slightly lacking, the other is really good. So I wonder if there's an argument to sort of surgically combine them yeah. ahead of the Euros. Mm. Yeah, it's a fair shot. I mean, we're going to win the Euros anyway. True. Because the winter break. So yeah. we might as well just... But Jim, in the running order today, Marcus is called the relegation zone, the dreaded zone. Yeah. Would you like mm. to see a rebranding of that? Uh, I'd like it to be called the dreaded zone. I, I, maybe even something more extreme, like the death drop or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, if it's a dreaded zone, it might get confused with 90s kind of reggae pop act dread zone. Yeah. And you wouldn't want that. No, no. That is, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So maybe, well, maybe, maybe really... the relegation zone should be called the overdraft or something like that, given how, <laughs> given how money orientated right, the Premier Jim, League is now. Get yourself ready. There's uh-huh. going to be a jingle. Mm-hmm. It's emails. It's time for emails. Jingle with Jimmy C. Hello, everybody. It's me, Pete Donaldson, with some emails. Uh, Are you ready, guys? Yeah. Have Uh, you read them? I have read them, yeah. And guess what? Damien Cunningham's been in touch again. He's the points in the FA Cup guy. Uh, so oh, back. for God's yeah, sake. Keep giving back. him a platform, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 barren this week, frankly. I'm starting to feel sympathy. It needs Pete. to be no platforms like Katie Hopkins. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll <laughs> see. We, that thing is, we can't take the piss out of him then, can we? Yeah. So it's, you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, so, Hadley Doodley again, Ramblers. Uh, it's good to hear other fans offer up their own ideas to make the FA Cup relevant, even if it's at the expense of Luke Moore's ire. I'd implore all fans to flood the Ramble email with all sorts of suggestions to usher in the excitement era of the FA Cup, uh, no matter how wacky or poorly thought out they might seem. We did that ourselves on Monday. 
day, Damien. So uh, more on that later. Uh, perhaps make the third and fourth rounds an elimination chamber or Royal Rumble style match featuring multiple teams at a time. Now, you may laugh at that. I do like the idea of seeing three-sided football, but that's Jim, another conversation. I think we've heard, think we've heard too much from this Marcus is fuming. <laughs> he is, yeah. So can you just... Oh, Marcus, you know... you. Put the kettle on, pal. <laughs> With the heat you're emitting yourself, he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink hot drinks. That's so. true. Yeah. All right. Um, grab a juice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> grab one. So in all seriousness, any suggestion I've made about getting points for reaching Wembley or an earnest attempt to make the competition better for all involved, and I'm not trying to take away from any great FA Cup memories anyone has. Damien, don't try and rebrand yeah. yourself as some sort of sober. Like clear Jim, thinking maverick. If there's anything worse than seeing an email from Damien Cunningham in the inbox, it's the sentence, in all seriousness. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, now you're getting serious. Now you want us to take you seriously, do you? <laughs> yeah. I just think the cup isn't fit for purpose in its current form and having a decent character for succeeding for in it would make it far more enjoyable. What, like winning a trophy, maybe? <laughs> How about like you get a trophy at the end of it? And you get to call yourself FA Cup winners. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah you get, maybe they have it at Wembley or something. <laughs> Just take a look yeah. at what a Champions League place for the winner has done for the Europa League. Uh, looking at my team, it's been an absolute disaster, frankly. <laughs> uh, also, the total prize money for progressing in slash winning the FA Cup should be divided up and shared amongst the lower league teams. Not a prize then, is it, Damien? All right. That's not Let a Jim, prize. So, Marcus, Jim, I'm, I'm going to have a bat. I'm going to go out for a bat. On. The Europa League um, is the second tier competition to the Champions League, which is the top tier competition in Europe. It makes perfect sense to give the Europa League winners a place in the Champions League. The FA Cup is completely separate from that. Mm. There's absolutely no logic to it at all. Don't think you can even necessarily do that, can you? But well, th- like you can't no, go you pro- to UEFA no. and go, yeah, actually, we're going to give one of the Europa, uh, Europa, Europa League uh, spots out in a, in a raffle. Yeah, exactly. So, think- it's, not, it's not like they say you get four Champions League spots, mm. do what you like with them, yeah. choose wisely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Europa League winner should get an FA Cup spot. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with yeah. you, Marcus. Why is Seville in the FA Cup? Yeah. yeah. Or Sevilla. Uh, oh, we've got fucking Sevilla away. Like Eurovision when Australia <laughs> pop up. Yeah. I quite like it, actually. Yeah. So this would help with their financial stability and remove the need for replays. After all, if a draw is financially better than a win, then that really isn't in the spirit of the competition. That's a quirk of the competition, Damien. Uh, lastly, I would like to hear what suggestion the Ramble would make to the Cup. And please don't say there's no need to change the Cup because it's the most magical, whimsical, breathtaking thing on the planet because we all know that's just not true and anyone who thinks it doesn't need tweaking is in denial. Cheers, Damien Cunningham. <laughs> Damien, if I may say, there's no need to change the cup because it's the most magical, (laughs) breathtaking thing on the planet. And we do love you, but you are consistently our worst listener. (laughs) (laughs) And and by the way, that that speaks at the end of the email. I mean, presumably this is the only email we're doing. Nope. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's set off a chain of events here, Damien. He's going to be very proud of what happens next. Squeeze squeeze one more in. By the way, you you, you say he's our worst listener, but... You did also say it's been barren, so we should be thankful that at least yeah, he's emailing in. Indeed, but but, but uh, you know, oh, I don't feel thankful. That's yeah, I know thing. what you mean. Yeah. It's yeah, uh, well, yeah. it's a call to arms essentially. Yeah. The, well, the, the next the next one is very long and very mad, and it sort of goes goes around in a roundabout way, and effectively doesn't offer any suggestions. Mm. So, Why is it in there? Yeah, because well, because the listeners need to step up. Oh, Honestly, Pete has a harder job than than we all realise. All right, I'm just going to say very quickly um, because Damon has dominated the email section. Now I'm going to say to him mm. that. What he says at the end of his email is just that, um, that oh, it's because it's not the best thing ever. It instantly needs to change. Not everything has to be the best thing ever. No. These mm. days, everything's either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever, and there's mm. nothing in between. Some things are just fine. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to have an anchor of things that are just fine. Yeah, like, like the ramble. Like this show. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. Who's your team, Damien? Yeah. Let, let us know who your team is, because maybe if, you I, probably like it Jim, if they won the cup. He sounds like one of those uh, Southampton fans. It could well be. could well be. Yeah, so genuinely, this is a, you know, a plea for sense slash nonsense. 
do get in touch with your suggestions, good or bad. Two paragraphs slash two hundred words max. Yeah, if they're really long, we're just not going to read. Them. Get everything you can, you can everything you can say done in that time. Yeah, <laughs> just keep it brief. We, we might want to read them; they're just too long. Sometimes. Maybe we should just use tweets. <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Yes, well done. Let's have a break. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Now, uh, let's go to Manchester City versus West Ham. Now, Liverpool aren't playing this weekend, so a chance for Manchester City to put a bit of pressure on them. (laughs) (laughs) To close the gap. Yeah, Yeah. how will they respond? Listen, if Liverpool win the league by 22 points this season, old Damien will be complaining that it needs to change. Yeah. So we've got to think about the bigger picture here. He might be a Liverpool fan, though. I think it's almost certain he's a Liverpool fan. Oh, I agree. Southampton, he's Liverpool. What is One he? of the two. One of the yeah. two. I, I don't they, know. Change, they interchange quite a lot, don't they, the players? So. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it tends to be one more one way, of yeah. course. Uh, but yes, uh, Guardiola, not having the best season uh, by his lofty standards. They've, I'm worried about him. He's lost six games already this season. The losers. Uh, he's not picked the same starting 11 in consecutive matches all season, which is an intriguing stat, really. Yeah. I, the reason I'm worried about him is not for him personally. But I'm just convinced that it's only football that stops Pep Guardiola from being the most prolific serial killer in history. Yeah. Because he's such a weird man. And if, you know, if there's nothing in the season for him, Mm -hmm. what's he going to do? It's probably quite dangerous. Yeah. So we want a Champions League run there. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, West Ham, but I I want them to win convincingly here. He's actually 8 0 up on West Ham. Pep Guardiola. West Ham's record against West Man City is very, very poor. Mm. Most teams, though. They play on the opening day. They play on the opening day, I think, at West Ham. I remember they, they um, went 4-0 and, and they got beaten badly yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean City will also want to put that um, the Spurs defeat behind them 
won't they? So mm-hmm. this is this is going to be a this is a tough game for West but, Ham, you but would think. I, my feeling is, and it might just be because it's fresh in my mind because I've had the Spurs Man City game, that if you can weather that storm from City and you can kind of stay robust, they start to get a bit frustrated and there's there's something in it for you. Did you That's watch, how I feel. Did you watch West Ham's defending against Brighton? I would the thing is it's it's through thing, through the fingers. They stuff. wouldn't yeah, I mean they weathering a uh, a gust of wind might be difficult, let alone a storm at times. <laughs> What's he planning? What's going yeah. on planning there? <laughs> I don't know, but David Moyes will look even older after this one, I feel. Mm. West Ham, um, listen, let me make it absolutely abundantly clear. West Ham are shit. <laughs> but Man City... If, if they haven't done that themselves. Yeah, Man City... Yeah, Man City yeah. I'm just a messenger here. We've all seen it. Man City... You don't want to say that. Oh, I enjoy saying it. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I've got no particular beef with West Ham, but it, you know, it's, it's funny to me when teams aren't very good. Mm. Um, uh, but I think Man City aren't, are clearly not the perfect side and they're, they're worse this season than they were last yeah. season um, and maybe they set the bar for themselves so high that we're now disappointed in mm-hmm. excellence um, but I think crucially for them Laporte might be back mm-hmm. um, obviously a bit too little too late for them in terms of the domestic league this season but it'd be important for them in the Champions League very much mm-hmm. so yeah. what do you think about Guardiola not picking the, the same side in consecutive matches and, and some of the players well ordinarily report- Sorry, sorry, Marcus. I didn't mean to cut in there. Carry it's on. Right. Well, just some of the, reportedly some of the players are saying, "Can we have a little bit more consistency?" And, and that there was a few gripes. Oh, really? Okay. Sources were suggesting. Mm. Well, I mean, ordinarily you would with a normal manager, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, he's probably scratching around a bit there." But mm. I mean, the, the days of don't change your winning side are kind of long gone now. Yeah, they but are. Also, I would think that you know what, what we see so often with the elite teams now is is people talking about cycles mm. of, a, of a number of seasons and and things needing to be freshened up. And I think. That's happened during a season, isn't it? It's mm. very clear that, that yeah. Max, for whatever reason, Man City need freshening up, despite how talented the squad is and despite mm. how successful it's been. So perhaps he's actually just trying to do it now. They're going mm. through their first growing pains of this new regime because mm. they, they've gone. They're going for a period of time where um, Vincent Company's gone. David Silva's going to go at the end of this season. You'd probably expect Aguero to go at some point, uh, and they're the three real linchpins, aren't they? Um, when you get into a situation like where. Um, so a player like Raheem Sterling isn't isn't playing that well at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks frustrated. He's not scored for a while. But he's still looking lively, though. I thought he looked really frustrated against Spurs. Yeah, I thought he was really really game. Tried really hard, but well, it just wasn't think, happening. For but him. I think this game with West Ham is the perfect one for him. I think he, I think he might be injured. Okay. I think he, I think he might have a niggle. He might not play. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean. I mean, listen, mate, if you're a player of Raheem Sterling's quality yeah. and you need a bump in your form and you see West Ham at home coming up on the fixture list, you yeah. think, yes, please. Indeed. I'll have, I'll have 19 minutes of that, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah um, it's interesting that David Moyes hasn't won a game since West Ham beat Bournemouth 4-0 when he came back to the club. And there's, there's even talk of Benitez waiting in the wings again. I mean, obviously, I'm sure that's hugely premature. Not very helpful, though, is it? It can be hurtful. (laughs) It can be very hurtful. But it is. You'd be taking that all day long. But the thing is, Jim, let's be absolutely clear here. They've only just got David Moyes. Mm. (laughs) So to be all talking about, I mean, for the fact that rumours are going around that there's another manager out in the wings already. Is that not just... What are you doing? Is that not modern football for you? Yeah. He's he's not one in two. Yeah. (laughs) He only got there two games ago. Yeah, I know. But yeah, yeah. it's a perilous situation. Sullivan, Golden, Brady. How's the ownership of West Ham going? Well... We've moved to a stadium that isn't a football stadium mm-hmm. and we've been through 40 managers. Yeah. At least, Both they're, not, are... at least they're not foreign owners though. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> they understand. They get it. They get the game. They understand the game. They understand English yeah. football. Give me 
a British man, uh, owner yeah. that literally... Mike, Mike Ashley, another one. Give me an, Get it. Give me a British manager that can't read or write <laughs> ahead of any kind of foreign muck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim. Mm. What are we going to talk Jim's about now? Jim's looking at emails again. It's Sheffield United versus Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth have won back-to-back games, cheeky sods. Well done, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Finding something to say about this one. This <laughs> not be here in any other week, would it? <laughs> no chance. No. Don't disrespect. This wouldn't be within a million miles of this studio. Yeah. Normally. Sheffield Although, I am interested in Sander Burge. He's a good player. Yeah. He is, yeah. Well, Sheffield United... Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with fifth spot this season. I'm really trying to get some narrative because, let's be honest, relegation battle... Well, the relegation battle we've done due diligence with, yeah. I think. The relegation battle's a funny one, isn't it? Because yeah. you always look at, a, like, there's a team where you think, or they slide in towards it, but it's like a fucking mudslide this year. It's like everybody is. Yeah. It's, I think it's two or five now, though, because I think Crystal Palace will have enough, and Norwich are down, in my opinion. Yeah. So you've Ooh. got then you've got two of Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, West Ham, and Watford. I think. Who are you going for? Can we have an early prediction? I'm going for. Um, although I keep getting told by listeners on my Twitter feed that Norwich are actually a really, really good team, and mm. I should be fairer to them. They've got 18 points over 25 games, so mm-hmm. they can't be that good a team. I think they'll be relegated. Yeah. I think that a lot depends on um, on how the teams... Re- you look at momentum at this point. Watford have, um, have kind of derailed themselves a little bit, lost two games in a row now. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was that, um, as we all know, Pearson and Deanley getting in there and just getting them pumping and getting them moving yeah. um, <clears throat> is it was what happened. So it'll be interesting to see how they react to those two defeats. And then you've, you can make an argument for all, for all the other teams, I think. So it's, it's, it's difficult to say. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, Jim, any, any, any thoughts at the moment? I mean, West Ham, the thing is, you, you're right, the, the arguments would be Watford, but surely the, the players they have, they've got a little bit of a flicker of something now with Pearson. West Ham, you think, well, again, with Moyes, once again, if his organisation really sinks into the players, should be okay. Um uh, with, with with Villa, they do have a little bit of quality. Grealish is obviously the one we all go on about, yeah, uh, and so on. And you think Bournemouth should they be down there? You know, they, they've been in the in the league for a little while now. So I, I know what you mean, sort of slightly grasping at straws as to see who might go down. You're asking you're asking us to predict the future, and we can't. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm wondering if Palace are out of it as well because it's you know if they if they lose against Everton and, and and Brighton do win, you know that's Brighton are just a point behind them. It's, it's, you know, it's still. But what thirteen games to go? You all yeah, but you always. I mean, bar, barring the old kind of proper slide where yeah. teams just can't be mm. arrested and it's a nightmare. You, you got to remember it's, it's, it's seductive to think about the possibility they could be dragged in. Yeah. But the teams below them are down there because they just don't win. Yeah. And and if you look at the the games that Crystal Palace have got left, they've got games at home that you think that you'd fancy them. Home to Newcastle, mm-hmm. home to Watford. Home to Burnley, but you've got to look um, at you've got to look at teams and their attributes or their players and what they can do. Palace can defend. Yeah, they're not scoring goals, admittedly, which is obviously a problem. But they don't concede that many. Yeah. And they're probably realistically, if you look at the, the the average across the last few seasons, they're probably only two wins away from safety. Yeah, thirty six points. You think? I mean, everyone says forty, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight. Probably does you. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, they're going to get eight points in the last thirteen well, you, games. You'd certainly hope so. With Roy the boy at the tiller, Gordon Bennett, have to take his statue down at Anfield, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield United, uh, I think they're off to Dubai for uh, for a training camp after this game. I mean, uh, they almost certainly are, aren't they? Yeah, mm. lot of lot of lot of the teams. Uh, Marbella is suddenly back in fashion again. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. Well, they, Manchester United were going to go to Qatar, but because of security fears, I think they they're going to Marbella. I bet Keezy had something to say about that, did he? Ooh. Security fears. Security fears. What are yeah. you talking about? The security yeah. fear was was Keys. Everyone saying, <laughs> "No, Keys, you stay there." 
Yeah. He's used I to mean, having cats. I mean, he's called Richard Keys. Presumably he can secure it for them. You'd hope so. Yeah. Um, but there we are. So, he was, yeah. was popping up on Twitter this week, was he? Mm. Uh, so he yeah, so he was, he was hugely criticising Karen Brady, saying he's never said anything publicly about Karen Brady and he's not going to. So, well, you're doing it now, Richard. <laughs> also, why, is it, why are all of his blog posts never more than about a paragraph away from just mentioning Sam Allardyce? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, have, you, have you noticed at the bottom of his blog as well? It's uh, his website is managed by some some company called. It's something like Great Online Reputation. Like it, it's, it's, something, it's something as overt as yeah, that. He, didn't he suggest that uh, Allardyce and who is the other one? Um, I forget which manager. Basically, they were going to go for the West Ham job. Yes. Although they were offered the West Ham. Oh, Sooness, wasn't it? Oh, Sooness, yeah. yeah. And they and uh, they consulted Keys, and he was like, "No, nah, yeah. I don't think you should take that." <laughs> It sounds like what happened was that they spoke about it, it together in a room Keys was in. Yeah, I mean, it was probably on the on TV. Yeah, no, he, he is he is friends with a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they are friends with him. It's just mm. the very idea that he would they would say, "All right, I was going to take that job, and now I'm not going to because <laughs> yeah. Richard Keys told me over a cup of tea that <laughs> yeah. he doesn't like Karen Brady." It's probably not going to be the yeah, case. Probably. I had not. a chat with Sir Alex. I thought I'd get a second opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's have uh, some Betway's four to score action, Luke Moore. Yeah, four to score entry with Bet- uh, Betway is free. Uh, just pick up the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. If you're correct, you can win up to £100,000 this week. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Betway's four to score. There are four games. You pick the first goal scorer in each. There are four of us here usually, so we do one each. Jim, you are first up with Brighton v Watford. Please try and stay awake. Yes, so... <clears throat> So actually, this game, I think this might be quite a fun game because it is the 5.30 kickoff, uh, so under the lights. And you know how Gerard de la Feu is like maybe one in every 10 games the best player in the league? <laughs> in the uh, world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I fancy him to have one of those games, so right. I'm going for him to score Gerard first. I gave Pete uh, Nottingham Forest v Leeds and he's just put on the shared doc, you fucking know. <laughs> So presumably that's Sammy Amiobi. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll go that, that, that's Sammy Amiobi, I suppose. Patrick Bamford. Um, yeah. Sheffield United have been born with this my game. I've gone for Sander Bird. I you know have. He, I know he doesn't get many. I know, but I've been inspired by being at the game and watching Stephen Bergvine score. Mm. Um, I know he's a more attacking player. Similar surnames. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So what about Sander Burge? Little wild card one there. It can't be worse than some of Pete's selections. Yeah. I mean, Pete, well, it just can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Pete picked Victor Lindelof last week. So yeah. It can't oh, be and worse. And then stuck by it when it didn't happen. <laughs> Incredibly, it can't um, be I, worse I, than Pete Donaldson's no, it, predictions. It, it, it just, just can't. can't. Mm. I hope I, I want to get behind Sander Berge as well because if if he becomes really successful, we can call ourselves Bergeracks. Yes, we can do that anyway. Yeah, why not? Do it anyway. We're all Bergeracks. We're all Bergeracks here, here. Uh-huh. Um, aren't we, kids? Yeah. Um, let's grasp the nettles, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> Man City v West Ham. Yes, I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne. Never heard of him. Yeah, no. coward. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest with you, with with Raheem Sterling, we don't know if he's going to play or not. Yeah. And then you don't know whether he's going to rest Aguero or play Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And I thought KDB's always in there. Mm. And you know with Kevin De Bruyne, he's scored... I'm just checking how many goals he's scored this season, old KDB. So he's got seven goals this season, but he's got 15 assists, right? So he's got double the assists that he's got goals, Mm. or more, in fact. And you know he's such a good passer of the ball. I was just thinking, why doesn't he just do that into the net? I always (laughs) thought that about Meza Ozil and Cesc Fabregas. Yeah. Just so such pinpoint passes. De Bruyne can pass the ball. That's massive onto a moving target mm. on the preferred foot they want past a group of players. Just put it in the goal. Mm. Yeah. Well, sometimes he does. Find the part of the goal where the keeper is and just put it there. Yeah, but he likes to share it around, doesn't he? Fair enough. Very generous of him. Well, here's hoping he doesn't share it around on Betway's four to score. So that is um, Giro Delafeu, Sammy Amiobi, Sander Burge, and Kevin De Bruyne. 
Um, it's free to play, Betway Forward to Score. Get yourself over there. You can win up to £100,000 if all of your players score first. Uh, and yeah, bet the responsible way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for Luke's game. Let's hear the jingle. It's all new. Now it's time for Luke's game. Speaking of 18 plus, <laughs> that, is, that, is, is that the Pornhub jingle? Yeah. Uh, it's the voice that yeah, makes he's done, that even worse. He, the, my problem is how much he's in, sounds like he's enjoying it. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and my also... What was my, he doing when he recorded... No, actually, oh. he's not even going My oh. other problem is that, you know, he does his own jingles. Yeah. You know, look at... Um, I've got an email jingle that Pete's done for himself here, right? It's 33 seconds long. Yeah. Mm. I've got three seconds there. He's mugged you Perhaps on. a metaphor for what he does on Pornhub. Anyway, <laughs> let's, um, let's do Luke's game. So what you've got to do is you've got to um, hear a name of a footballer I give you, and people can play along listening at home. You have to auction each other um, for how many of the clubs they've played for you can name. I'll be keeping score here. If you put a step wrong at any point, Marcus or Jim, you lose, and it's the best of five. All right. Jim Re- won last time. He hammered me. Oh, Did he? I th- no, I think you hammered me by the same scoreline. Yeah, it's, it's been 4 oh. 1 each time. Yeah. Oh. shared 4 1 results each time. Oh, okay, so do I go? Do you, do, do I, I can't remember who won last time. Um, I'll flip oh, a coin. Okay. Heads or tails, Jim? Heads. It is a head. Do so you ah. want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, here we go. The first player. And if, if, if you're listening for the first time, you don't get it, you, you'll get it. It's easy. You just, just listen along. Uh, the first player, Jim, he's played for eight clubs in total, eight different clubs. Mm-hmm. It's James Beattie. James Ooh. Beatty. Ooh, Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight days a week. Eight games of career. Can, uh, can definitely get one. Yeah, I was going to say. One. That's poor. I test myself when I do them, and I could do three of Beatties. Right. Um, I'm just trying to access your memories. <laughs> My mind palace. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't go in that bit. I'd go for three. Two okay. of them are going to be guesses. Marcus? Um... You're giving too much away there. Yeah, you are. Okay, name them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. All name right. three clubs. Hey, but he could have been bluffing, though. He could have been, been bluffing. Yeah. Southampton. That's the beauty of the game. Yeah. One, correct. Um, Shrewsbury Town. That is very poor. What yeah. are you doing that for? Well, I was going to go Aston Villa or Fulham. I was like, I oh, know he didn't play for either of those teams. Surely you've got to go for Stoke City. He must have played for that. Ah, uh, yeah. Must have. <laughs> James BT, Marcus's point. Um, Celtic. James Beattie has played for Blackburn, Southampton, Everton, Sheffield United, Stoke City, Rangers, Rangers. Blackpool, and Accrington Stanley. He actually played for Sheffield United twice, but of course it only counts as one. That's one point to Marcus. Okay, here we go. Marcus, it's your turn to go first. You've got a a little slice of European royalty here. Oh, yeah. Paolo Maldini, is it? Clarence. (laughs) (laughs) One. (laughs) Which one was it? (laughs) Clarence Seydorf. And he's played for six. Has he? Yes. Ooh. Six clubs in total from 1992 to 2014. Six clubs for Clarence Sadoff. How many can you name, Marcus? Four. Okay, Jim, can you go five? Can I hear five over that side of the table? Hmm. Oh. Nah, go on. Five, name them. Milan. One at a time. Milan is correct. Real Madrid. Correct. Ajax. Correct. And this is where it gets tough. Botafogo. Correct. Get in there. You got one more. No, I said four. You said five, didn't you? No, I said no, four. Said four. Oh, four. That, well, right, That's well, where I'm... I stopped as well. Yeah. Um, but if you did, he play for Inter as well. Yes, he did. Yeah, five. Okay, you can have go. five anyway. Yeah, I was showboating. The only one he didn't name was Sampdoria. <laughs> Two points to Marcus. Oh, God, he was at well played. It was the Brazilian club, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to have this. He had a lovely couple of years at the end of his career, yeah. Botafogo. Yeah. It's just great yeah. to see. His wife's uh-huh. Brazilian, isn't she? That's correct. That's how that happened. Yeah. Trouble is, he was a bit out of shape when he went there. He's probably better shape than all of us put together. That's the best six pack. Beats Peter Andre in his heyday. Ridiculous. Yeah. And what who makes up the top three? 
Oh, that's it. Cristiano Ronaldo's got. Okay, fair enough. Um, Jim, I think you're first this time. I'm good. And the player (laughs) is, well, you've got a lot to choose from. He's played for 12 clubs. Oh, no. And it is Paolo Maldini. No, it is (laughs) Nicholas and Nelka. Oh, well, that's, well. that's a good. I'm surprised you actually haven't. We haven't had him on. Might have done. Don't remember. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. Well, and the crucial thing is, Jim and I clearly don't remember <laughs> yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twelve, Jim. Quick game is a good game, my friend. Just a little little nudge. Yeah, I am going to go six. It's a good opening offer, Marcus. I'll go you, seven. Can I hit eight from you, Jim? Nah. All right. So, by the way, Jim, just just to make it absolutely oh, clear. Just, yeah, I'll go eight. Okay, because Ooh. if Marcus gets this, he's won. All right, well, let's, yeah. uh, let Jim do his eight. That's, eight, okay. That's fair. okay. Eight, Nicholas. No, it's, a, it's the biggest bid in the history of the game. Yeah, I think it might be. We're so, back in history here. Go on. Yeah. PSG. Correct. Nice one. Arsenal. Correct. Real Madrid. You're doing these in chronological order. <laughs> I've got respect for that. Yeah, yeah. that's going to end soon. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea. Correct. Bolton. Correct. Oh, yeah. You've got five. You're on. Liverpool. Correct. Um, You've got two more to get. Shanghai Shinua. Correct. Oh, one yes. More. Go on, Jim. One more. Oh, no help. I said Liverpool, didn't I? You yeah, did. you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anelka, you moody prick. Where else did you play? This is so close. The tension. I know. One more club, Jim. That's all we need. That was another Chinese one, but I'm not going to guess at that. Go on, Jim. Have a little, have a little go. Have a little step. Uh, I'll sanction you in a minute, Spella. I'll take a point away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, there's another English club as well, I love the idea I love, I love the idea of people going oh this podcast you should release it it's great yeah I did listen to it but it's it's basically <laughs> about 15 minutes of men not saying anything it's noise yeah. yeah yeah it's not silence but it's not not silence <laughs> it's stalling here yeah I you should wait that's rich from you <laughs> yeah it is actually yeah, yeah I know that's why I can sit, not, spot a stall I'm not having that I said Liverpool didn't you I you did yeah. three times I know, you I know, I did. I know I said Liverpool <laughs> um, oh god Bollocks. Uh, was he on loan somewhere? <laughs> Newcastle, was it? Incorrect. Can I say, why did you not say Chelsea? He did, say, did Chelsea. say Chelsea. He's Man City? Yeah, Man City or West Brom, you could have had. Oh, uh, of course he was at City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's not easy, this. Do you want me well, to read the rest of them? find it quite easy, Marcus. <laughs> I mean, Marcus, if you've realised that you've won. Yeah. Three, I have. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah, yeah. um, and and I'm, going, I'm going to declare. Oh. <laughs> Just when you thought he couldn't get any more brazen. <laughs> you, yeah. could have, you could have gone after... Uh, do you know what? I'm going to save him for next time. I'm going to save him for next yeah. time. Because I'm not going to uh, tell you what you could have uh, played for in the end. 3 well, just, just win. Give us his, just give us his names. No. So we can research it. No, <laughs> not um, Just to sum up Nicholas and Elka's career, PSG, Arsenal, Real Madrid, PSG again, Liverpool, Man City, Fenerbahce, Bolton, Chelsea, Shanghai, Shenua, Juventus on loan, uh, West Brom, and then Mumbai City FC. Ah, what a career. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Blimey. Not bad, is it? Not too shabby. So there we are. Another win for me. Um, don't worry, Jim. There's always next week. So I believe next week Pete's still away, so we'll have another go at that next yeah. week. Jim, you need to get back on the horse, mate. I do. Um, yeah. to, can I just say, though, yeah. spare a moment for Jim, a valiant effort to name. Yeah, it's to the highest fair. bid yeah. in the history of Luke's game. Yeah. He almost got there. As ever, though, Newcastle United will always let you down. They yeah, will. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, the greatest second place finish in the history of Luke's game. <laughs> it was. So far. Yeah, so far. I've raced into a lead as well, haven't I? But there's still there's still a lot of there's still a lot of mem- there's still a lot of memories to be made. Indeed there is, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you very much for listening to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Myself and Jonathan Wilson are back tomorrow with the Greatest Games podcast, which you should all listen to because it's fabulous, if I may say so myself. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. See you soon. 
was a Stakhanov production.